0: So when is the last time you thought about the scent of your office? After this episode, you're going to be sniffing around everywhere, I promise. Hello and welcome to another edition of The Branding Podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Aloisi, coming to you from Tampa, Florida. And today we are going to be diving deep into the five senses and how they affect our brand. Now, before we get into the subject, I first want to give a shout out to the top cities our listeners came from this last week. That's San Miguel, Spain, Chicago, Illinois, Singapore, Denver, Colorado, and Okoe, Florida. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a part of the Branding Podcast. We're so happy to have you guys here. And it's such a pleasant surprise to see that our listeners are coming from all corners of the globe. But from wherever it is in the world that you hail, it's just an honor to have you here talking about branding, talking about building loyal followings. And one last thing I'd like to say is to remind you guys again to check out the new website for this show, brandingpodcast.com. That site has all our past episodes, it has show notes, and it has some really cool special tools that are going to help you and your business. So check it out today, guys, brandingpodcast.com. Okay, so now let's get right into it. Now, I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs and as founders of businesses, we often don't have the time to really consider all of the different ways that we are affecting someone's senses when they come into contact with us. So often we're concerned with appearances, right? We're concerned with our appearance of our clothing, of our staff, and how they're dressed and how they look. We're concerned with the appearance of our storefront or our office, if it's tidy. We're concerned with the appearance of our business cards or our letterhead and stationery of the visuals of the packaging of our products we are concerned so often with visual things and we don't consider all of the other senses that are just as important. So often those other senses taste the way something feels, the way something sounds, the way something smells, those senses are so often neglected. So what I want you guys to do is tomorrow when you walk into your business, when you walk into your storefront or you walk into your office, take an inventory of the senses. Write down everything that you taste, touch, smell, hear, and see. And I want you to think about it like an orchestra. I want you to think of it as a cohesive sound that's made up by the sum of all those different parts. So they all need to be in pitch. They all need to be in tune in order for that orchestra to sound right, in order for it to resonate properly to the audience. Because that is what we're doing with branding. We're trying to create a cohesive experience for anybody that touches our brand. So here's the inventory that I want you to take. I want you to first breathe in deeply, right? When you cross the doorway, take a deep breath and write down what it is you smell. For instance, is it something citrusy? Is there a fresh scent? Does it give somebody the feeling of freshness, of vitality? Is it a soothing scent? Is it something like a lavender that gets people into a relaxing mood? What is it that your office or your storefront smells like, write that down first. It's often neglected, but smell is something that really is a powerful motivator for us. And it's something that lingers with us, something that we really remember and hold on to. I'm sure there are people in your life, places that you've walked into, and places you've come across, and you just remember it every time you smell it. Every time you smell that same perfume, it reminds you of the person that wore it, right? That's how powerful smell can be. When I was younger, I visited the Philippines. and I remember the smell of the streets. It was a strange odor to me. It was a mixture of um, fish vendors and garbage and sewage and flowers. And it was this weird uh, culmination of something. And I had never smelled it before. And I hadn't been there in about five years, but I went back to the Philippines and I remember right when I got off the plane, I smelled that smell and it just hit me and it came rushing back to me. And it's just so amazing how smell is tied to memory. And it's amazing how pleasant or unpleasant odors really tie into our emotions and to our first impressions of something. So just think about the smell in your place of work or in your retail location and just make sure it aligns with the feeling and the emotion that you want to give the person interacting with your brand. Now, if you don't believe me and you don't think that this is really worthwhile, just think about Abercrombie & Fitch. I'm sure you've walked past Abercrombie & Fitch in the mall and probably within... 50 yards or 100 yards, you actually smelled it before you saw it, and you probably knew what it was before you even saw the sign on the building. That's how powerful smell is, and that's how powerful it can absolutely captivate a person and get them in a particular mood or a particular emotion. It's absolutely incredible. Now, the next thing on our inventory is sound. So what I want you to do here is actually keep a journal throughout the day. And about every 15 minutes or about every half hour, just pause what you're doing and note what is happening in terms of sound where it is you are. So are you listening to music? Is it upbeat? Is it a slow tempo? Are there other ambient sounds happening? Is there a waterfall or some sort of water feature that's creating a calming effect? Are their phones uh, ringing? Are they, is, it, is it frantic? Just think about those sounds and, and attach one emotion to every sound you hear. So write down the sound and write down the emotion and keep that journal throughout the day. And really what I want you to do here is make sure that throughout that day, there is some sort of consistency. Now, it might be a good consistency or it might be a bad consistency, but just notate that. And then you should have some ideas on how you can maybe change it, on how you can maybe move things around, reposition things to make it a more pleasant experience and to make it align more with the feeling or emotion that you want your target customer to sense when they walk into your place of business. Now I want you to consider touch and feel. Touch and feel is very important. For instance, if you walk into my office in Tampa, to my design studio, we have couches. And why do we have couches? It's because we want people to feel relaxed, to feel like they're in a homey environment when they visit our offices. We want to put them in that relaxed mood right off the bat. In other cases, you might want a straight backed chair for someone to sit in if they're coming to an office. You might want them to feel that they are in a stoic place or you might want them to feel that what they're doing is very serious and so you might want it to be very stiff and very rigid. Now, if your business is a product, I want you to think about the way that product packaging feels. I want you to think about the type of uh, material that's used, whether it's a paper or plastic or some sort of metal, and how that feels to the consumer, I want you to think about how your business cards feel or how your letterhead feels. I have a soft touch to my business card, again, aligning with my brand that I want people to feel comfortable and feel at ease. I have this nice, soft, silky texture to my business cards. But if you're a brand that maybe wants to be slick you would have a shiny or glossy card for instance or if you're a lawyer or more a traditional business you might want something that's more traditional feeling like a linen so just consider every touch point that someone has when they interact with what it is you do and just make sure again that it aligns with your brand we're just trying to make that orchestra really sing in tune with each other Now, taste is something that most people just don't consider or just don't incorporate into what they're doing. How many times have you been invited to an office or to a boardroom and you were offered something to drink? It was probably something really boring like coffee or water or maybe a can of soda, right? So have you ever thought about maybe doing an infused water? There's a yacht club that I walk into, and when you walk in, every day there's something different. They have watermelon or lime infused or some combination with cucumbers and all these crazy ingredients. And it's just really fun, and it's lively, and it makes me feel like I am refreshed and I am alive. That's the only way I can describe it. Now, have you ever thought of offering people an appetizer when they come into your office or when they come into your store? That's something that a lot of people just don't think about. But by using taste, you can again make a memorable experience for your client or for your customer. So just think about the taste that you can offer, whether that's a candy jar or it's appetizers that you bring in fresh daily from one of the best restaurants in town. Whatever it is, just make sure that you incorporate it. And I guarantee just by having something for somebody to taste, or at least by just offering it, you're going to be more memorable. Now, the most psychologically important of all the senses is our last one, and that is sight, the visuals. This is a place where we have to be consistent, where our website has to match the look of the store. And so oftentimes, that's not the case. Our website and the collateral materials like brochures or business cards or letterheads don't match the signage of the store or the in-store displays, or it doesn't match the vibe or the ambiance of your office if you're a service-based business. You have to have that consistency. You have to give the consumer or the client a consistent experience in all of the senses and of course, especially in the visuals. So just make sure that your graphic designer, your web designer, and your interior designer are all on the same page, are all singing the same tune at the same pitch and playing in the same time. So that's the inventory that I want you to take, and my promise to you is if you do that, and if you make sure that all the pieces of what you're doing is playing the same tune, it's in the same pitch, it's hitting the same notes, you're going to attract people that begin to understand you, and they're going to develop an expectation of you. That's the first step to building a loyal brand champion. Guys, I have a very special offer for you that stuck around until the end of this episode. If you go to our website, brandingpodcast.com, and you fill in the email signup form, I am going to send you the Branding Podcast eBook. This book is filled with worksheets, with tips, with guides, and full of useful information that's exclusive to that book that you won't find anywhere else. So thank you for being here to the end of the episode. That's my gift to you. Go to brandingpodcast.com, fill in the email newsletter, and we're going to send you that book. Until next time, guys, here's to your success.